Thank you for listening to Cosmic. New Thought Media Network is proud to present Cosmic Prayers, your weekly shift, Mondays at 11, Mountain Time, with your host, Laura Topper. The Cosmic Prayers, live from the UK. And now, here she is, Laura Topper. Hello and welcome everybody to the Cosmic Prayer. I am so, so thrilled to be here. It's Monday, it's six o'clock here in the in the UK, 11 o'clock Mountain Time, and you are on New Thought Media Network, the most amazing place to be right now because my special guest, our special guest, is Reverend Kathy Mastroianni. Yes, what a beautiful name. Reverend Kathy is the Executive Director of the Science of Mind Archives and Library Foundation. And I'm just so thrilled that she has said yes to coming on to the Cosmic Prayer and sharing with us here today. Hi, Reverend Kathy. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Laura. So Thank you beautiful. so much for having me here. This is awesome. It's just, it's awesome that you said yes and that you're here. I'm, I'm just so thrilled that you're here to share. And it's so exciting because I think you have one of the most amazingly wonderful, fulfilling roles uh, being the um, the caretaker, if you like, the, the goddess, <laughs> sacred caretaker of Ernest Holmes' writings and his works and everything that has come through his mind and onto paper and you are you you're just I, I I don't know how does it feel how does it it's feel a, for you to it's a sacred honor I mean it truly is and I just remember I've been there now six years as executive director and right before I I had got this calling to be a minister I heard very clearly you know it's um I want to be a minister and then within 24 hours, I got a phone call inviting me to interview to be director of the archives. And I said, gosh, I thought I said minister, God, but I'm open, you know. And then I did. I, I felt the sacredness. I was a recent practitioner. And I, I asked Ernest, I said, gosh, Ernest, this is so important. I really need a sign from you that uh, that's OK for little old me you know, to take care of your archives. And I did. It was 20 minutes before they um, offered me the position. I looked and there was a photo of Ernest right there on Facebook with a quote. And I said, OK, I'm your gal. I'll do this. Thank you. What an honor. Isn't that amazing how we're always being shown when we ask and when we listen? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So even, you know, this show here is all about prayer and and how prayer touches our lives and i just feel in that first sentence that you that you've just shared that you you you're let, letting us see how you used prayer right there and then to guide you for your next step thank you yes very true i, I think it's that clarity i mean i feel like it's that divine alignment when we get really clear and what it is. And we, we listen, you know, it's really about listening deeply, you know, to what the divine is guiding us, even if it doesn't make sense, you know, it's just like, okay, I'm going to take that next step. 
and get and please show me, you know, show me, give me a sign. I mean, I think that's a, a really a valid prayer as well. You know, just give me some guidance and even more clarity. Yeah. And so as you're saying that, I was just there's a question that's come for me through me is how your use of prayer has really evolved because of the way, because of what you're doing, because of, you know, the sacredness of this uh, this role that you are undertaking and that you're so connected to all to the texts and the writings of Ernest Holmes and others that are in the archives. How has that shifted your own personal use of prayer, having that level of knowledge that you have? Well, what a beautiful question. I mean, I, I really feel it's a opportunity to open because I really do invite Ernest and I have him with me today. You know, I, I, I feel like I really work with Ernest and I hang with Ernest um, every day, him and Hazel Holmes. And, and it's just really an opening. It's a heart opening. It's really an allowing. It's an opening. And just, you know, and just asking, you know, because Ernest and I together, I feel we do a lot together. So like we put together the articles for Science of Mind magazine every month. And so I'll look at the theme. I'll say, okay, Ernest, now what would be the best article for this month's magazine? And, um, you know, it's really listening and allowing. It's, um, it's definitely deepened. I love what you said about that. I think it's definitely a deepening um, into spirit. And the archives, I mean, you can just feel the sacredness. You know, it's, uh, we're a separate nonprofit from Home Office, Centers for Spiritual Living, and we have a whole beautiful wing of the building. And there's 12,000 new thought books. So the wisdom of the ages is there. And I, I was kind of laughing to myself. You were saying the writings of Ernest Holmes. And I learned that he loved to sit on his bed and he'd wear a binder on his head and he'd write on shirt boards. And so like his shirts would go to the cleaners. And when they come back, they were like on a board back in the day. And so he'd use that recycle reuse. He'd use those boards and he'd write on them. He would have the divine flow through. And we have like an entire book on the Buddha that's written on shirt boards that, that's probably never been published. Oh, I know. We have the wild. That is amazing. <laughs> it is amazing. <laughs> Because for anybody that listen, is listening to this now or catches up and watches it later who may not be familiar with Science of Mind because the videos do go out and, and so many people just, you know, are drawn. Uh, so I just want to explain a little more that Reverend Kathy is the, um, the overseer, the, the executive director of the Science of Mind archives where everything that has passed through Ernest Holmes in terms of his writings and his thoughts and his journals and maybe people that have written to him or colleagues have have um, have contributed to his books and writings also everything there the originals are all in the archives which is in Denver Colorado so it's it's not a really a museum is it it's more of a holding space where everything is just so held in this sacred light. You know, it's, it's interesting since I've been there, and, and I will digress for a minute. My background is I, I ran a domestic violence shelter in the mountains of Colorado where we had a safe pets program for 10 years. So I've been in nonprofits, you know, for many years, and but to, I came from a domestic, and then I was given this beautiful archives. And so I'm like, okay, spirit, 
who really need to guide me here. You know, I need some supporting <laughs> guidance. And, and so I, in my learning, we actually are a museum, an archives, and a library. Okay. Thanks to, so doc, Dr. Marilyn Leo, I have to give her, she's amazing. She was a um, neighbor of Dr. Ernest Holmes but growing up when she was really little. I mean, she was six years old when she was next door to Ernest and grew up with him, but she didn't really understand when she was younger, you know, he was just the guy that um, had a great pot of stew and he'd come over to the house and help her mom move furniture. I mean, he was just this very sweet man. And uh, so she, she's 85. She celebrated her 85th birthday this year. And I'm so grateful. I get to work very closely with her in the archives. But she, 20 years ago, just over, she was tasked with creating an archive and uh, really collecting her and her husband, Richard Leo. And, um, because it was in closets and the movement was pretty, um, it, it would move from place to place. And so it was in 2010, so 10 years ago, it moved to this beautiful location where it can be lovingly preserved. And so we have like Ernest Holmes plaid shirt and Hazel Holmes jacket. We have yeah. Ernest Holmes desk and his podium. And so you walk in and you just feel him. You just feel his essence and you can really, it's bringing history alive. We're, we're making it interesting. We're dusting it off and we're making it alive to really help people connect with our roots, the roots of science and mind. Wow, it's, it's so beautiful. And what have you discovered there for you personally? What writing or piece, is there something that really stands out over the years that you've thought, oh my gosh, this has changed the way I view life? this is really helping me in this situation right now. So I have a couple of thoughts. I, so I recently joined the Centers for Spiritual Living Heart of Peace Committee, because mm -hmm. uh, Peace on Earth is a really personal ministry of mine, and it really was a personal ministry of Ernest. And so I've collected peace quotes of Ernest Holmes, which are just so beautiful and so profound. I mean, back, it was actually the um, American Spiritual Awakening back on September 21st, uh, 1941, he wrote this uh, this declaration of declaring peace on earth by the power of the living God right now. And that's framed and it's on a desk. And whenever I look at it, it just touches my heart. You know, it's like it was in the middle of World War II and yeah. Ernest Holmes was like, peace on earth. I mean, to thousands, he just spoke to thousands. I mean, his influence is really vast from way back when to now. And then the neat thing was 20 years later on 1981 is when the, the United Nations declared the International Day of Peace, be September 21st. And so how amazing, 21 years to the day, Ernest is declaring peace, right? <laughs> He's declaring wow. peace on earth. And then the UN says, oh, you know, it's in that one mind. You know, it's really connected yes. in that one it mind. Was, it was his prayer and it was a treatment right. and it worked. Right. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I remember seeing Edwin Gaines when she came to the UK for the Science of Mind conference in Bournemouth, the convention in Bournemouth, and we were performing there and she was on stage talking about how you must be, you know, put a date on this. I don't know if he put a date on it, but obviously in his mind, he must have been thinking this has to happen now. And it happened uh, exactly to the day. How incredible. 
Right. So that's, I think, the biggest one that really touches my heart. Yeah. And it, it, it helps me to understand how I got guided there, you know, because peace for me and then peace for Ernest. I just feel like we're really connected in peace and, and to bring this teaching out to the world. And so that's why I'm so grateful that you are, you know, in England and here I'm in the United States. I mean, worldwide, this teaching is transformative yeah. of science. It's like I think you said before, it's so simple, you know. On his radio, so he had this radio show that was every Sunday. There's a power for good in the universe, greater than you are, and you can use it. You know, and I love the simplicity of it. And yes. but it really um, it captures. I mean, it really captures. Change your thinking, change your life. I mean, it, it's simple but not easy. And so the archives is such an incredible resource to help people go deeper. You know. Our website is incredible, sciencemindarchives.com. That has been it's amazing, your website. And the, the tour that you can go on, because you can go on a virtual tour. You have a little video there, don't you, of um, we do. Dr. Marilyn taking you around and going into the rooms. If, you, if for anyone that's watching this and wants to see that, yeah, there we are. There's the website address, scienceofmindarchives.com. Go and visit that tour, because it's beautiful. Okay. It's beautiful. Yeah, there's just so, so you must again, feel like. I'm sorry. You carry on. <laughs> carry on. Uh, just um, it's just again. There's so many tools on the website. There's just you know. It's just I encourage. There's over 200 ebooks by Dr. Ernest Holmes. We have yeah. Science in Mind magazine going back to the very first one, in October 27th. Creative Thought magazine. There's a new thought mind map by David Alexander, so you can explore. Oh, that's amazing! Oh. I love that. Yeah. It yeah. is, and so it's just um, again, if people are just curious, there's also a great description of Ernest on there. Um, so just play, play with the website. It's a great resource. So you must feel like you're living in a prayer in there. Very you're much. surrounding by so much and it's just infusing into your consciousness because you're living I, you're working in that environment yeah. and where our environment is 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 so vital isn't it to how we view life and what we're perceiving and to be working in that it's absorbing into you daily i'll affirm that thank you <laughs> yes, yeah definitely yeah, it's um, it's. I remember when I first started. I said, as a new practitioner, I'm like, I'm like a kid in a candy store, you know? <laughs> oh my god, I'm a kid in Ernest Holmes candy store. You know, I I, <laughs> I, I use the word archives or history, and people kind of glaze over. It's like, you know, it sounds really dusty, but you know what? It's nothing is dusty about it. It's really exciting, and to learn who Ernest Holmes was as a person. Yes. What a kind, loving, brilliant man um, he is. And also, the, we have radio shows available on iTunes. Um, uh, this thing called Life, Ernest Holmes. You actually need to look for all of that. But he makes it simple. So, again, the textbook can be kind of um, dense. You know, there's yeah. other writings that are kind of. But the radio show is speaking to everyone. And it speaks from, and he makes it so simple to connect with spirit. That's within yes. all of us, that oneness. And you've brought along a, um, a recording with you here, haven't you? Shall we listen to it? I I Diego that. would like to play it. That would be amazing. You must love your fellow man 
if you wish to be happy. Your union with God implies your union with people. Divine union means union with everything. Think for a moment of the few people upon whom you have lavished so much affection. Now permit your imagination to include others. Say to yourself, what would it be like if these few whom I love so much were multiplied until finally everyone I meet should arouse in me the same affection. Dare to lose your small affection and you will find it increased and multiplied. Learn to be at home in the universe. No more loneliness, no more sense of isolation. See God in everyone. The same God with a different face the same animating principle with a different form, the same presence clothed in individual expression. There is a fountain of life from which if a man drink, he shall never thirst again. Your search is after this fountain that you may be immersed in it. You cannot plunge into the waters of real life unless you take everyone with you the universe is one system. Say then to yourself, today I bestow the essence of love upon everything. Everyone shall be lovely to me. My soul meets the soul of the universe in everyone. I know that love, the very essence of life, the creative principle back of everything, flows through my whole being spiritual, emotional, mental, and physical. It flows in transcendent loveliness into my world of thought and form, ever renewing, vitalizing, bringing joy, harmony, and blessing to everything and everyone it touches. I know that the law of God surrounds me with love and friendship. I permit this love and friendship to flow out to all things, to all people everywhere. I let it radiate in my environment, blessing everything I touch, making whole that which is weak, turning fear into faith, and accomplishing the miracle of healing through love. I give joy and love to all knowing that the gift of life is not to me alone. I share my good. I welcome the opportunity to love fully, completely, and joyfully. The divine presence interprets itself to me through love and friendship, through peace and harmony. Thank you so much for bringing that. I it's just so empowering and so soothing at the same time. There's a tone in his voice that is is so trusting, isn't it? When I listen to his voice, the tonality of it. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely connected. And I mean, he's definitely a modern just mystic. To, just to, 
a modern mystic. Yes. So for anybody now that's listening, we are on uh, New Thought Media Network. This is the Cosmic Prayer, and I'm Laura, and I'm here with Reverend Kathy Mastroianni, and I love saying it because it just feels, oh, Mastroianni. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> feels so good, Italian. From the Science of Mind, the Executive Director of the Science of Mind Archives in Colorado. And Reverend Kathy, I wanted to ask you about your own personal prayer practice and uh how what is your personal i mean you don't have to divulge it all but what 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 would you say is a is a simple and easy prayer practice uh, maybe you could share your practice with whoever's listening to inspire people to to get praying absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and use our it. world doesn't our world yeah. need that right now we have so much interesting yeah. things going on with just 2020 alone and you know the covid and i think we all it's it's all an opportunity for us to go within, kind of figuratively and literally. And for me, it's really what Ernest Holmes talked about a lot. It was meditation. He said before he would do his talks on Sunday, he'd spend two hours in meditation in the morning. And then he'd say, I can't wait, I can't wait to find out what I'm gonna say. You know, kind of the same thing. But it's just so for me. <laughs> I love that. I, I really I know I love that too. <laughs> I do 20 minutes morning, you know, and evening. I think it's really that listening as a prayer practice and going within. And I just so encourage anyone who's doesn't have a regular meditation practice to even five minutes, you know, morning, evening, and just find that niche time in your life to really deepen and to go within and to listen and to let the thoughts go away. Just say they're thoughts and just let them drift away like clouds and then come back to center and follow your breath. I think the breath is our most powerful spiritual tool we have, you know, cause just even one conscious breath become more peaceful. You know, three breaths, you can just feel your, your thoughts calm down. You can feel your body relax. And so I think that's my favorite spiritual tool on the planet mm -hmm. is breathing but also to take that sacred time to meditate. And and what about treatment for you, spiritual mind treatment, affirmative prayer? Is that something that you use daily, personally? All the time. All, all, the, the, time. Time. all yeah. the time. I think it's really critical because I think that's when we're connecting with spirit. Because the, the, uh, what I've heard, Ernest, really focus on steps one and two. You know, yeah. God is all there is and I am one with God. And I love this sweet little story, too, that they were at their home office in California and they needed a plumber. And Ernest would say, God, this is Ernest. And a plumber walked in the door, you know, and so yeah. he was so connected to spirit. And so it's really kind of really hanging in those steps one and two and just really feeling the oneness, the interconnectedness with spirit. You know, and then we have that clarity of what it is we do want. You know, what is we're affirming in the affirmative prayer with that step three our, and just gain that clarity of what that is. You know, and then I, I mean, I love all the steps of prayer and gratitude. Gratitude, you know, is the fertilizer that makes everything grow in the mm -hmm. world. You know, I'm so grateful right now for infinite spirit. I'm so grateful right now for answered prayer. And then the release. You know, we have to trust and know. It's like when you plant that seed into the soil, you don't keep pulling it up. We have to 
release it and allow God. And I, in my prayer, I say, I, I like God to play with it. No, I, I don't want to say it has to be a certain way. You know, we want God to just bring it back in amazing ways and surprise us, you know, and say, wow, thank you, God, you know. And so it is, you know, so I just absolutely, I love affirmative prayer. And I think when, when I get off track in life and things aren't going quite right, it's because I'm, I'm forgetting to pray, you know, I'm just, yeah. we're in that unconscious, you go back to sleep and there's an awakening and say, oh, I have this really cool tool to work and use in my life. And it's a, it's tools for our toolkit for life. Thank you so much for sharing that because you've broken down the process of affirmative prayer um, and made that really simple for anybody that's listening that might not be used to it. Um, I'm sure there are, there's information on the archives. I'm sure there are pamphlets and little books about prayer that Ernest has written that you that you might know about that you can always put into the um, into the chat of this video afterwards, um, just yeah, to guide people for simple simple techniques to praying uh, to, to using affirmative prayer for anyone that isn't used to it because it does take time to get into the swing of learning it and using it with real conviction doesn't it in our lives right i agree yeah so we have we have a few minutes but i wanted to ask you about some somebody because i i trained in her teaching actually before i uh, became a practitioner and i i took the training of louise hay and um, and became a, a workshop leader and a coach in the Heal Your Life technique. And I just wondered if you knew, if you, because it, it feels to me, and I, I know that Louise Hay was a, was a science of mind reverend. She was a minister and she worked uh, from Los Angeles, I think it was. And she, oh, yeah. and she became a minister of, and, and she was an, a profound uh, teacher and businesswoman manage to take the teachings and and do something else with them to attract another audience really another another type of person that would maybe not really be attracted to science of mind she managed to take it uh take it a little further and um so is there anything about louise hay that you know about or any archived information about her you know what? Actually, we uh, she made her transition. She was ninety years old a couple of years ago. Yeah. And I was able to go into the archives, and in my search, I found that she did this Ask Louise article for Science My Magazine for a long time. And those she are did all an available. article. Sorry, I lost she you did. there. She. Yes, she did a, a monthly article in Science okay. Mind Magazine that was Ask Louise. So it was a people like oh. Dear Abby in a way, if you. I don't know if that's yeah. in England, but, you know, where you can ask a question and she would answer it. And there was just hundreds of articles and they're all available on the archives website. Right. You can search in the Science of My magazines. But so she was and there's articles on her. She was she's such a great example of taking the teaching into the world. Mm -hmm. You know, when I read her books, because her books help guide me here as well. And uh, it was she would use the word life. You know, she really, you know, in this thing called life, you know, which actually Ernest did too. But just keeping away from God, which can have yeah. different um, uh, 
you know, it depends on your background and things that have happened That's in right. your life. But she, I just so bless her and thank her for what she did to help bring the teaching out, but to also to help people understand that she got it from Ernest Holmes. I think there's yes. a lot of incredible teachers out there that if you trace the, the lineage, you get back to Ernest. And so that's, that's very right. Cool. Yeah. And, and in all, um, you know, gratitude to her, I, you know, she was the first person when I did her training, she, she didn't give me the training, but I mean, it was very, very clear. And it was made clear during the workshops that she had come through the science of mind teachings and she was a minister. So it was made very, um, we were all aware of of that, and that was the first time that I'd heard of science of mind, because of taking that training. Um, I, you know, I may have, if I wouldn't have taken the training, I may have heard of, found out about science of mind, because life brings us to where we need to be in the most unusual of ways, doesn't it? Uh, so, but they didn't keep that a secret. They they really do share that information that Louise Hay was an amazing part of the science of mind, um, the spread of science of mind um, philosophy. And she turned it into her own her own spin, really, didn't she? She did, in a beautiful yeah. way. In a beautiful way, in a beautiful way. Yeah, so Reverend Kathy, we're kind of coming to, well, I could talk to you for hours. <laughs> I wanna know all about Ernest's in, in our deepest secrets. <laughs> I know, I know <laughs> you know a few. <laughs> I'll go and share one before we do a prayer. <laughs> do you know one? <laughs> one. Well, I, it's not necessarily a secret, but when he was growing up, that his nickname was Happy. Happy Holmes. Oh. Isn't that lovely? I love that. Oh, Happy love Holmes. His nickname. Yeah, Happy Holmes. Yeah. Beautiful. And it's no coincidence that his name is Holmes. It's like, this is our home. This is the oh, home that he that. created for everybody so that we live in this philosophy. And it's a home, a loving space for everybody to feel safe and secure in the, in the knowing of this, this teaching. Thank you. Yeah, and just a, just a little thing. Yeah. Dr. Marilyn Leo is writing yet another book. It should be published soon, shortly. It's called Mother of a Mystic, and it's about Anna Holmes, Ernest Holmes' mom. And so that was way fun to go sleuthing around the archives and find all this incredible information about his mom, who was his very first practitioner um, ever. And so she was very influential in the movement. She was just known as Mother Holmes to everyone but it's, um, you can learn more of his secrets in that book too. Wow. And that she didn't instill any fear in him or his brother, did she at all? He was, she was completely in the light. She didn't plant any seeds of doubt or fear religiously uh, or in any way into them as children. I find that just extraordinary. No, I agree. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. And we actually have handwritten letters from Anna to Ernest because she lived with him and they're beautiful and they're in the book. So that'll be exciting. <laughs> it is exciting. I, I hope you'll come back and talk about the book when it's, uh, when it's published, maybe with, Re maybe with uh, Reverend Leo, you can come back together. She would love that. She absolutely that would be great. Would She's awesome. It would be fun. Yeah. Come back together. That would be so good. And I know you're, 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 you're 
you're going to come back again before Christmas. That'd be wonderful. I'd love to. Yes. We have some a lot of neat Christmas things from the archives oh, I would love to share that can fantastic. make it just even more special. The magic of Christmas will bring that magic with Ernest home. Oh, amazing. The magic of Christmas on the cosmic prayer. Yes. <laughs> yes. Beautiful. So would shall we pray now? Would you like to share a prayer together? I'd be so honored. I'm, this has so been so I. lovely. Thank you so yeah. much, Laura. Yeah. Thank you, Reverend Kathy, for being here and and sharing and sharing your light and your your wisdom and your love. It's so felt through here through the the screen. <laughs> there is no screen, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, what is it that's in your heart right now to share in a in a in an outgoing prayer? I mean, I think science of mind is really this wisdom of oneness and connection and peace. And so mm -hmm. I think if we, and healing and wholeness, I mean, so I think if we just share the beautiful qualities that science of mind already does, that we'll be healing the whole planet. That's no biggie. Yeah. But it is a biggie. <laughs> exactly. So it's just, it'll be a prayer that everyone can take into their hearts and feel and heal. Wonderful. So All would right. you like to begin or shall I begin? I'm going to leave it to you to decide. I'd, be, I'd love to start. Yes. All right. Please do. And let oh, me know just... when you'd like to pass it over. I sure will. Yeah. All right. Well, let's just take that, the sacred moment, this holy moment of now, and just breathe into it. Breathe into this moment of love, of peace, of light that illuminating light of spirit that is absolutely transcends everything anywhere in the world, that this light of spirit illuminates our consciousness, it illuminates our thoughts, it illuminates who we are and how we show up in the world, and that this infinite presence of spirit is, is truly omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent. It knows everything. It is everywhere present and it can do it. It's always with us. And so if we can just transcend this physical beingness, our body temple, and feel connected to the cosmos in this cosmic prayer, just with that breath, just feeling that essence, that energy of light and love, expanding out from ourselves to all around us into the whole world. I just know we're connected in the oneness. We are connected in that one mind, that God's mind, or whatever word you use to, to identify and feel closer at the heart to this essence of love. Just feeling the love with every breath, Feeling the love that's in our hearts that radiates out to the whole world. Feeling the love that can heal anything, any conflict, any strife, any dis-ease or the appearance of it. Love is that light that just reveals wholeness and peace and, and joy. 
Love is all there is. As we, we go even deeper, as we take that breath and go deeper, just claiming that I am. I am one with love. I am one with this infinite presence of spirit. I am one with the wholeness of the universe, of planet Earth, of all the countries around the world, all the sentient beings. I just know I am that I am. I am. I am. And so from that place of love, I just affirm and know that all is well, that the world is being blessed, blessed by this prayer, blessed by our presence, blessed by what is unfolding, that through our positive and clear and definite intention of love and peace and joy and wholeness, that that is moving out into each and every soul. Everyone who is listening right now is just feeling that upliftment, feeling the vibration of love and wholeness and peace. And that through all of our prayers, through all our spiritual practices, each one of us is making an incredible difference in the world. Each one of us is so valuable and so important each person is a child of God in whom God is well pleased. And so just with incredible humbleness, joy, and gratitude, I lovingly pass my word to Laura. Oh, and I know that spirit is here right now. And I know that the love of spirit is shining through, through me, through Reverend Kathy, through New Thought Media Network and Diego and Reverend Robert and everybody that is involved with this amazing new thought uh, facility that, sh that shares and shines its light for so many people globally. And I know that Ernest Holmes is here and present right now in his consciousness and energy, and that is coming through. And I know that for anybody listening, whenever that may be, that they catch those words and the feeling and the meaning and the knowing of love and peace and oneness and joy and prosperity as this is the teaching that is so valid and so vibrant and so powerful. And I know that for whoever is listening and for me and Reverend Kathy and everybody else involved in this beautiful network right now, that there is this incredible surge of peace and that whatever may be going on in our worlds, in our lives, that we can shift. And I see this shift now in our perception and our knowing back into the knowing of peace and love and self-love. And this is such a blessing. And I'm just so grateful to be here right now sharing this with Reverend Kathy and knowing that Ernest Holmes' word and intention lives on and on and on. Just as that ripple in the pool goes out into the infinite and that this teaching touches many, many lives in a very, very positive and fruitful way. And so with gratitude for the cosmic prayer and New Thought Media Network, and for everybody that's listening. 
and for Reverend Kathy, I let go. I let go of my word knowing that this love and joy and peace and oneness are here right now. So as I let this go, I let God, I let spirit do its thing, knowing that we are all loved and blessed and that love shines through in every single way, in every moment. And I just simply say, and so it is. So it is. Thank you, Reverend Kathy, for being here and for blessing this broadcast. It's been amazing. Yes. Thank you, Ernest Holmes. <laughs> it's wonderful. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. And Thank you. This has been so yeah. lovely. I appreciate so all you're doing with this show. This is so it's powerful great fun. and so needed. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you to Diego and, and Reverend Robert Diego, out there. Diego, so. Reverend Robert doing amazing yeah. things behind, they're behind the scenes, but they're not really behind the scenes. They're kind of making it happen. <laughs> so let's just remind everybody again, this is Reverend Kathy Mastroianni. Oh, I love it. And your <laughs> Facebook page is Science of Mind Archives. Archives. And Library Foundation. If you go to the search and go There's, to Science Mind Archives and Library, you're gonna it'll pop yeah. up. And we pop up on almost the every page. day. I bring sacred secret wisdom of Ernest, oh. and so it's really fun. I find treasures and I immediately post it on Facebook. So it's a oh happening page. Brilliant! Please share them with the Cosmic Prayer Facebook page as well and New Thought Media. It's lovely to share it out. Yeah. And of course, um, anybody can can look on the archives and see the amazing, incredible collection of ebooks that can be downloaded so easily. And they people can make love offerings as well to the archives if they feel called in their hearts to um, to support the beautiful, beautiful work that you are doing. Thank you very much. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, all love offerings really do. It's people are contributing their essence and their energy. We're joining together and thanking Ernest yes. and uplifting this teaching to the world. It's powerful. Yes. Amazing. And so also on New Thought Media Network, there is a love offering and donation link down there somewhere. will be there. I know it's there for if you feel called also to, um, to support this network and all the amazing work that it's doing on a daily, daily, daily basis, 365 days a year through Facebook, which is incredible. Uh, New Thought Media Network. There we go. There's a little PayPal me going round on a little circuit <laughs> so we're going to say goodbye now our hearts are connected always and thank you so much for being here reverend kathy mastroani yeah. and you. sharing thank your you. life and thank you thank ernest you. holmes <laughs> thank you for listening to cosmic prayer your weekly shift with laura topper on the new thought media network if you've enjoyed this programming, please tell a friend and join us again next week for Cosmic Prayer, your weekly shift with Laura Topper.